afternoon. It's Dr. Charles Benz speaking to you through our podcast, Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. And today, again, luckily, we have our friend and colleague, John Barson, the researcher and editor of Total Health Magazine. Uh, John and I have been working together for many, many years. Sometimes we hate to admit how many, um, but we've been doing some wonderful articles and some videos and, and lots of other programs that are on the internet and YouTube and on his channel, uh, Total Health Magazine. I think I have about 30 or 40 articles in there now for Total Health Magazine. So, you know, it's a good resource. And so, John, um, we, we did a program recently on super bugs. And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe we should do one to counter that uh, on superfoods uh, that everyone should eat. And, and so they're kind of going to dovetail because a lot of the super bugs are treated with superfoods. And so I, I think we should try to take a, a run at this one and see how many superfoods we can come up with and try to get people to put them on their shopping lists and make sure they have some of them every day in the foods that they choose. So do you have one that you like to, to consider a superfood that you would like to start with? Boy, that's a loaded question. Where do I start? <laughs> what, what time of day is it? What, what, where am I? <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, it depends on where I am. And uh, again, I have to let the, uh, let your listeners know I'm, I'm a little hoarse because of uh, recovering from COVID. So, um, yeah, there was a whole chest thing. And uh, it was, um, as I mentioned in the earlier show, it's, it's nowhere near as, as bad as uh, as the last time I had the flu. So I was pretty happy I got it. And one of the th ways I treated myself with that was, oh, I meant to bring it in front of me. Hang on one sec here. I got to grab this. Yeah, I know from uh, the advice that you've given me in the past, Charles, in that uh, one of the things that I should be doing or we should be doing or considering is because we don't always eat uh, a very healthy diet and, we're, and whether it's because we're busy or where we live or we don't have access to uh, these great foods or foodstuffs and maybe we eat too much junk food or whatever, but we should supplement, uh, consider if we're not getting enough fruits and vegetables, which is super important, right, in your body. Um to supplement with like a green um because uh, kind of a superfood green kind of a product and the other thing so which i do that and i add my number one superfood to that so this is where my superfood comes in so i have this green powder that i'm supposed to mix with uh, juice or water and i always buy unflavored so i don't get chocolate or vanilla i always buy the unflavored stuff and uh but I think back to when I used to juice and I learned in a short order that juicing really wasn't good for you because you're getting mostly sugar. You're not getting the fiber, right? Wait, way too much sugar. And, uh, so I switched to juicing or to, yeah, juicing. No, I switched from juicing to smoothing. Right. Right. <laughs> so I could throw in celery and, and kale and, and, um, spirulina and might throw in my superfood stuff. But then when I go to switch to these, you know, 19 fermented uh, fruits and vegetables, I, I want fiber in there. So my number one superfood is chia seeds. Ah, good one. I throw, I throw three or four tablespoons of chia seeds in my little thing along with my green stuff. I whip that up in my juicer and, or in my smoothie maker and it, it 
uh, chops up the seeds. I let them sit for a few minutes. They absorb the moisture and the good stuff. And then I eat it and I chew it because it's, it's also important to get, as you know, to get the enzyme action working in your mouth, right? So as opposed to just creating the juice and, or the smoothie and then drinking it, you want to actually chew it. And that's where the chia seeds really come in for that because then you can chew the chia seeds. You know, it's interesting because uh, I was going to feature one of these really healthy foods on the Superbug program we did. Uh, but now that you mentioned it, I just want to list all the things that are in chia seeds. Vitamin K2, mag manganese, magnesium, iron, phosphorus, selenium, vitamin B6, calcium, copper, niacin, zinc, folate, thiamine, <laughs> choline, and potassium. Those things are all in chia seeds. I mean, that is a superfood. And 26 amino acids. Exactly. And so I, I think that's fantastic. Uh, I, I try to put those kinds of seeds, uh, either uh, flax seeds or pumpkin seeds or chia seeds in all of the drinks that I put together too, because they just provide so many nutrients. Every one of them is chock full of this whole like cavalcade of nutrients. And so that's the way to get your nutrients from food instead of the vitamins and, and minerals uh, that are supplements, we still have to use them sometimes. But, you know, get your green drink because that's worth seven to nine helpings of fruits and vegetables. And then you add these seeds and you get all these additional nutrients. And so it's like you're giving this body, your body, this super drink. And your cells are all saying, yay, we really love this stuff. And so that's one of the whole ideas of these superfoods is to get enough of them that you can really say, you know what, even if I don't take my supplements today, I'm getting almost everything I need from food alone. And that's, that's the main point, to get as much of your nutrients from food first. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, and if you have uh, something like a, if you have like a Ninja, Ninja smoothie maker or a Vitamix or any of these uh, types of devices, you can just, uh, um, Get get a, a used uh, mayonnaise jar, clean it, wash it, and then uh, just you know buy some bulk flax seeds, buy some bulk chia seeds, and, and grind them and throw them in there, and then you just have them real handy when you want to sprinkle them on stuff. Yeah, just just uh, make a mix, and we we do that with nuts too, and we take all the good nuts and 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 we put them together in a mix that we then take a handful of nuts every once in a while with the almonds and the walnuts and the Brazil nuts. And then, you know, you get all these different nutrients from, from these nuts as well. And so I would put them in the superfood category is these really healthy nuts. Um, we don't want to concentrate on the, uh, on the cashews or the peanuts, have a little bit too much fungus in them and uh, not enough of the good stuff. So we want the ones that are high in, in, in nutrients. Um, I would like to add uh, pomegranate juice because this is truly one of the most phenomenal juices. In fact, it's the only juice that I've been consuming for years and years now because it, it, you can get it so that it doesn't have as much sugar in it because it's very natural and you have to add the sugar to get anything in the pomegranate. But this is the only juice that can actually repair damaged chromosomes. As far as I know, 
When you have a, a SNP, which is a single nucleotide polymorphism, that's, a, that's a, 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 a gene that has actually been damaged, a chromosome that has actually been damaged. And that's what a SNP is, a single nucleotide polymorphism. And so pomegranate juice can actually repair that damaged chromosome. It's the only fr uh, fruit juice that I know of that's, that's capable of doing that. Add to that that if you drank a certain amount of this pomegranate every day, you would actually be able to reduce the plaque in your body by 30%. Wow. Now, you have to drink a lot of juice. And so I've come up with a strategy for uh, doing this without having to consume all that sugar because you can actually buy the raw pomegranates. And then you go online and there's a, there's a technique for peeling them and getting all the really strong nutrients and seeds and, and shells into the, uh, in, into the mixture. So you have some pomegranate juice, probably uh, no sugar added. Then you have the seeds, and then you can actually buy a pomegranate pill, which has, again, extracted a lot of the nutrients. And you put those three together, then you've got a mixture of higher nutrients, lower sugar, and you maybe don't have to consume so many milligrams of juice every day in order to get this benefit. But after two or three years, they, in these studies, they've gotten 60 or 70% of the plaque out of the body. This is incredible. This is, this is not the usual situation. And this pomegranate has been used to treat candida and yeah. hepatitis B and HIV and influenza A and SARS. I mean, unbelievable pomegranate. Arthritis. Yes, Heart exactly. disease, blood pressure. Yeah. Yeah, it's I antiviral. Know. It's antiviral. I know. <laughs> I know. If you're going to have a juice, try to get a low sugar pomegranate juice and, and eat, some, eat some of the actual fruit and have a pomegranate pill with it. I mean, I don't know whether you have to do all of those, but if you've been tested okay. and you have plaque in your body, yeah. That's what you. That's one yeah. of the things that you should add. Well, and the thing is, look, if you're not worried about Alzheimer's, heart disease, or any of those other conditions, um, and your main thing is endurance and sports performance, you want to try this. Or if you're not interested in sports or endurance, but maybe you just want to enjoy some close, intimate, physical contact with somebody, uh, it's good for sexual performance and fertility, too, so... Well, it pretty much covers all the bases. It covers all the bases because, you know, the sexual dysfunction in men is usually because of restrictions in the arteries and the, and the, and the, and the body. And so, yeah, you're going to be cleaning them out doing this. And so uh, along with niacin and a few other things, these are really boosters of sexual function in men. So uh, any other superfoods? Because I have a whole list. Yes. Go ahead. Then. Blueberries. Blueberries. blueberries, yes, absolutely. I love blueberries, kale, blueberries and kale. I put them both into my same drink. Yeah, kale is like the, I, I think for a lot of the drinks that I uh, prefer, I put kale at the top of the list because uh, when, you, when you look at the research on cancer and you see the foods that are most likely to be restrictive to cancer cells, kale is at the top of more lists than any other food. It's just an amazing food. It's close to spinach, but spinach is not as strong as kale in a lot of these studies that look at whether you should eat this or that for cancer or not. So kale is at the top of the list. I agree with you 100%. 
Well, the problem with spinach too that I find is most spinach is really uh, it, it it's uh, nowhere near the way it uh, is nowhere near as rich in the minerals um, as it used to be. I mean, cause it's just such an overgrown. Uh, uh, mass-produced product or mass-farmed. Right, right, right. So you really need, I mean, you, and when we were talking about this stuff, we were, I think I think we're both in the same um, boat when it comes to recommending that you seriously seek out organic versions of these. Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, organic is, is absolutely the way to go. There was a couple of studies last week that showed the benefit or, of organic. And, and a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, we can't afford that. Well, you know what? I would, I would go for the frozen organic vegetables and fruits because they, 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 cut, they cut those and, and, and they're actually processed within five or six hours. And so the nutritional value of organic uh, foods frozen is just extremely high, sometimes higher than the stuff that is in the store uh, that's just the, the whole fruit or the whole vegetable. And so, and it's much less expensive. And I think that's a real bargain for people to buy those kinds of things because uh, I think you're going to really pay in the, in the end because if you're a good cook and you know how to prepare things, it doesn't make any difference whether it's fresh or whether it's frozen. You just need to know how to put the right uh, spices and herbs together and to make it a, a really tasty dish. Um, I, I think I'm going to put well, also you Go ahead. I was just going to say also, if you're um, like, I'm on the road a lot here and I'm cooking for one person. Um, so by going frozen, you could actually you cook and use the food as you need it, as opposed to throwing it out a lot. Right. So Right. Right. No, that's, that's a hundred percent. Absolutely true. Um, my next one, I would, is wild uh, uh, sockeye salmon. Um, when people talk about vitamin D3, um, salmon and sardines and mackerel, I mean, I know <laughs> the Scandinavian people like mackerel and, uh, and uh, uh, sardines, but, you know, that's not a stable for North Americans, but salmon is. And so I'm, I'm not a real big fan of the taste of sardines. But every once in a while, uh, Ingrid or turn to me, or I'll turn to her and say, "I think we need some. I think we need to have some uh, some sardines today, because we know they're healthy. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're yes. so extremely healthy. I mean, probably the two foods that I would put at the top of the list would be beets and sardines. Just incredible. There's there, there's such nitric acid produced in beets, you know." Okay, so I, I want to say, okay, at this point, I'm going to say, all right, I, I'll, I'll give you my beet recipe, um, <laughs> and, people, and, then, and then people can just donate to my, I, I wish I had a, um, uh, whatever, one of those sites, where you go to those sites, get people to donate to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the crowdfunder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, crowdfunder. Yeah, I should have a beet, camp, a beet recipe uh, crowdfunding campaign. I love my beet recipe that much. Well, my dad had them in the garden and, and, uh, you know, I never, the only beets that I had in, in, in as an early child, uh, before we got the garden was canned beets. And they just, I don't know, they didn't really uh, grab, yeah, no, grab my bland. fancy at all. But when he got these beets from the garden, which were totally organic, 
These things were like grapefruits. I mean, they, they were so big that sometimes we'd make a whole meal out of one beet. And all you have to do is put a little butter on it. And all of a sudden, you've got this thing that melts in your mouth and you're just so pleased with yourself because you know you're getting such a... At, at that time, when I started eating beets, I was like 10 years old. I didn't know how healthy they were. What does a kid know that's 10 years old? All I knew was they were from my dad's garden, along with his carrots, and uh, he had asparagus, which takes like four, three or four years to actually get a crop out of it. And, and so we had all these amazing vegetables in this garden. I think it's one of the things that attributed to my healthiness down through, the eight, down through my ages, because when I was 10 through 18, that's, that's the food that I ate. And, All right, uh, we, I'm going to give you a different way to do your beets. And you tell okay. me if you think you'll like this. All right. Because what you're talking about is traditional cook the beets and have them that way. And I, and right. I was raised that way as well. But then uh, I got an instant pot years ago. And I thought one day, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, cook my beets in the instant pot. So, because uh, then it'll be easy to peel and everything. So, and that was really convenient. And uh, then I thought, well, what else can I do with these beets after I cook them like this? There's, I'd like to... I, you know what? I have an idea. So uh, I went to the store and I bought a big jar of uh, organic apple cider. And uh, I bought a big mason jar and went home and I chopped up my beets, cubed my beets, and I threw them in this mason jar with apple cider, organic apple cider vinegar, and let them ferment for a few days. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I tell you, my, my mouth is watering just thinking about them. Oh, my God. I'm going to try that. I am. You've got I, to try I just that. bought a. I, I bought a half a gallon of apple cider vinegar yesterday, and I'm yeah. going to actually try that. That that sounds really wonderful. You get back to me. You get back to me on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. And you know what? It is beet, a. It's a taste taste explosion. Beet greens. Have you have you done beet greens at all? I love beet greens. Yeah, that's what I do when I I buy my my organic beets. I get them with the big leafy greens, and I cut the greens off, and I steam those with some butter, pepper, and salt. Oh man! All right, now we're talking. Now who you know the uh, I don't know are the women out there jealous that uh, we have all these great <laughs> recipes that we use? I don't think so. They're way ahead of us uh, most of the time. Um, one I'd like to add, it's going to, I don't think it's going to be on anybody's list, but I, I think it's amazing. Seaweed. Seaweed yes. is so filled with amazing nutrients and iodine is number one on the list. And when I go to an Asian restaurant, if they have seaweed salad, I'm in every time I, I never fails. I want that seaweed. And it's hard to get, you can get it in a health food store and other places, but if I go to an Asian restaurant, which is a lot of the time, I get the seaweed. It has iodine. I do too, it's the first thing I order. <laughs> B2, magnesium, vitamin A, iron, potassium, copper, riboflavin, calcium, phosphorus, uh, sodium, vitamin K1, uh, vitamin E, niacin, vitamin C, thiamine, and folate. My God, I mean, and you can get these little strips, John. I don't know whether you've seen them, where they're just they're they're kind of dried and put into a little uh, chewable uh, dry strip. And and when I'm having a snack with an apple and some nuts, I'll throw in a couple of these uh, seaweed uh, uh, chews. And I'm telling you, what a snack! So I'm getting my seaweed that way now. 
I, I, I have one word, one word answer for you on that one. Costco. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Costco has those. Okay. All right. Yeah. They have the, they're big. Like there, there's like 40 of them in a thing and they, I, I buy those and I, and that's another one of my snacks. Well, I'll tell you, we're on the same page because, uh, that's, that's kind of amazing. This is another one that might not be on everybody's list. Hemp seeds. Yes. Hemp. Is that is that on your list along with your chia seeds? Actually, I, I I I neglected to tell you I often alternate between chia and hemp <laughs> when I make my smoothies. And the reason why I alternate is so you're not eating the same thing every day. You know, yeah, it's good for your exactly. body to change up what you're eating. You don't want to eat the same stuff all the time. Your well, body gets used to it and bored. Well, and 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 your body needs this mixture of things. I mean. The average Japanese person eats around 35 to 40 foods, different foods every day. We eat around 10. And so this diversity, this mixture of all these different foods from different sources is really, I think, what's attributable to the Japanese living 10 years longer than we do. I mean, the average Japanese person lives over 90 and the number of people that live to over 100, there's 400% more people that live over 100 in Japan than there is in the United States. Four Number one in the world, Okinawa. Yeah, Okinawa. The Okinawa diet is just, it's classic. I think there were two brothers that actually uh, wrote that book, and they did extensive studies. And this is where they came up with this whole thing about them eating about 40 different foods. Not big amounts, very small amounts of these different foods. And seaweed and fish are among some of the different foods that they're eating, different kinds of fish and different kinds of, of uh, greens from the sea, like chlorella and spirulina and, and uh, blue algae. Uh, these are all amazing nutrients that are on the superfood list. You can, you can buy them naturally, but better thing to do is to just get some supplements with these green from the sea vegetables in them. And uh, so we've, we, you know, we've covered seaweed, but all these other things like spirulina and blue-green algae and chlorella, these things are highly, highly nutritious and very often used for detoxification purposes to get heavy metals out of the body, for instance. Yes, very important. Yeah, okay, what else you got? And, and these are very, and they're, they're, they're super important for gut health, your microbiome. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, no, no question. I mean, it, it, People don't really understand or appreciate the fact that they think serotonin is made in the brain. About 70 or 80% of serotonin is made in the gut and, and, and used in the brain and used everywhere, but it actually originates in the gut. And so if you don't have the right foods in your system and, and have the healthy gut, then you can't be healthy. It's impossible to be healthy. Uh, and so I would say just make sure you have these 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 foods that we've been talking about in, in a good supply. Uh, I remember here's another one from the old from the olden days. My dad ate wheat germ. Now this was back yes. in the fifties and sixties. How he found we, out we, about we this, did too. I will no, we never did too. My mom know. put it in our cereal. I I don't know how he did this, but he he would eat these whole uh, kernels of grain of uh, bran. He would eat a whole bran cereal. And, and put these uh, wheat germ in it. And I found out later it was so high in vitamin E. And uh, this was good for his heart. I don't know whether he, he knew that conscientiously. I just knew that 
on the on the on the table at breakfast time, there was there was this this brand cereal. I mean, it was nasty stuff because it was not sugar, not not processed at all. It was just whole creams of of of, of bran. And uh, then he'd put this uh, seaweed, or not the seaweed in it. He'd 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 put the uh, wheat germ in it. And I just think he was ahead of his time. I mean, that was in the fifties that he was doing hey, that. I, I, I don't think I've told you this, but uh, did I tell you what I discovered about my mother in the nineties? I discovered in the back in the nineties, but something about my mom that just blew me away. Uh, we were talking one day, and, and uh, I was uh, um, get, really seriously getting interested in health. I, I had done a website for Healthy Living Guide. Remember that magazine, Canadian mm -hmm. Newsday magazine? I do. And uh, I'd done a health food store website in the 96 or whatever, and I was talking to my mom because I'd go out to see her on the weekends and bring a chicken and some potatoes, and we'd, we'd eat and drink coffee and tea and watch football or something. My mom was a big sports crazy person. And... Uh, you don't watch hockey with her. You wouldn't in in a, in a playoff game with the Canucks. It would the rest drive her crazy. But uh, <laughs> we were talking about this. I said, you know, I was telling her how how, how excited it was to be learning about all this, you know, health stuff, and uh, <laughs> and she says, well, you come by it naturally, son. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, when you, 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 I was born in Glasgow, Scotland, in the in the fifties, and she said, well, she said. Uh, when you were born, she said, I was actually managing the largest health food store in Glasgow. Oh, no. In the 50s. Unbelievable, John. Yeah, That's so I, I grew up eating wheat germ and stuff like that. And my, my brothers, my four brothers, like, I think they hated all the food, a lot of the food. <laughs> And I was like, I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm the only one that's never hungry because there's always lots left over. <laughs> I loved everything. That's that's a really good story because I also have Scottish and Irish in my uh, in my family, and I, I did a I did a workshop in Aberdeen, in Scotland, maybe five or six years ago, and um, the company was the one that I mentioned previously in the Superbug thing that makes these curtains uh, in, in the hospitals that actually uh, catch all these viruses and bacteria. So that company invited me to come to uh, Aberdeen and give a talk. And so he, they, they sent invitations to the community. And so mostly mothers came um, because they, they had children, they wanted to know how to eat for their children. But one of them said at the beginning of the workshop, knowing that my introduction was that I'm this health food geek that uh, is really into green foods. And guy stood up and said, well, you know what the most popular green food is in Scotland? And I thought, no. And I was very curious, right? He said, well, we wait until somebody, somebody eats something and it's a leftover. And they leave it left over for a long time, and, and it gets moldy, and then it turns green. And that's our green food. <laughs> I, I thought, did he just say that? <laughs> that, the, that the healthiest food was green fungus? And, and I thought, well, maybe this is like the Irish and the Scottish, excuse me for saying this, are not well known for their healthy diet. So the fact that your mother had a health food store, that just blows me away. Yeah. Well, that, it, it was our saving grace. Right? We were always was. eating healthy. Probably was. You, they, you were probably eating a lot better than a lot of the other families in Scotland were eating. 
Oh yeah, I mean, we were eating porridge, and uh, my mom. I mean, you know, and we were poor too. I mean, it was tough times, uh, especially when we moved to to, uh, to Canada, and the mines were always on strike, and so money was really short, and and so my mom always had to make. Uh, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, make something out of nothing. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and we still. We, we ate healthy. Like we were, you know, my mom never bought white bread. She would buy brown bread or whole wheat bread or whatever was the healthiest bread kind of bread that you could buy. And yeah, so kudos to my mom. Yeah, really. Bless her memory. I mean, that's good for her. Uh, I'm going to mention one more food, then I'm going to have to get our sponsors to be, uh, what do you think about shiitake mushrooms? Mm. No. I love shiitake mushrooms, and I'm going to say one thing to uh, a, f- a friend of mine um, in Vancouver is actually just posted something on social media on how he's growing all these mushrooms in his apartment now. So I, ah. I got to look into that. I got to look into that. I'm really curious about that. So yeah, I love them. Carry That's on. That's cool. I think they're fantastic. Well, I think that was that was one of the things that I thought I would I would put put on the list just because. Um, a lot of people don't really know about the uh, the benefits of mushrooms. I think the Japanese have done a lot of uh, better research on, on mushrooms and what the benefits are. And so I would just say to people, just consider shiitake mushrooms because all mushrooms are not the same. Many are not as healthy as the shiitake mushrooms are. And just uh, make put it on your list. And, and, and you know what? Do the research because you can go online and see what uh, the healthiest foods are, and just try to make sure you get some of those four or five every day into your diet. Fermented foods, another thing that that we should make sure people eat some fermented foods every day, whether it's sauerkraut or uh, some of the other fermented foods that are out there, like you can have fermented artichokes. Uh, Also, avocados are a really incredibly healthy food. And so try to get your fermented food into your body as much as you can during the day because that your gut loves this fermented food. Can I say one thing about and shiitake so, mushrooms that is yeah, too bet. important? Uh, yep. if, if you really care about uh, lowering cholesterol and you want to do that without the adverse and bad effects of statin drugs, guess what? Shiitake mushrooms. All right. They reduce cholesterol. Well... I, I, I think there's been a new study out just uh, in the last couple of days that talks about the ability of diet to actually be as effective against lowering cholesterol than any of the drugs that are out there. Agreed 100%. And so look, at, look, look that up, people, and you'll see that it is possible. So I'd like to thank uh, John again today for his contribution. Always good stories. I love the one about your mom. And uh, like to say thanks to our sponsors. And uh, our sponsors are very special to us because they allow us to, to carry on working with Radio MD. And the first sponsor is Paddock Pools. Paddock Pools is in South Carolina, Rock Hill, South Carolina. And they have a vacuum extractor. It's quite an amazing piece of equipment. It should be in every pool in the country because it actually is able to take 95% of the chlorine gas off the surface of the pool so that you can really breathe good oxygenated water as you swim. And uh, if you don't, uh, this chlorine gas can can be pretty deleterious and negative in you in terms of it reducing nutrients like zinc, 
which has a lot to do with whether your body has enough vitamin D3 in it and is protected from cancer. So uh, Paddock Pools is our uh, first sponsor. The second sponsor is DHA Labs. When working with DHA Labs for many years, I have a couple of different blood tests that I've developed with them uh, for wellness and for immune function and for cancer. And now I've got one coming out on heart health and on another one on brain health. And so I like their tests because the whole idea of a lot of the tests that they use is to find cellular changes five to ten years before anything happens that, that actually comes up as a disease. And you can do this. I mean, my six stages of cellular deterioration explains these first three steps of deterioration as stressed and weakened and challenged. And we, all of our biomarkers and all of our tests are trying to find cells in those first three stages before they become dysfunctional or mutated or diseased. So very important. And, and DHA Labs is the best company at that right across the country. And so you can have some tests done from them. You don't have to have a doctor uh, recommend them because they have their own doctors and they will actually support the test that you want. So you do your research, find out the test that you want, and DHA Labs will get a doctor to say okay to that. And then you're off to the races getting your test done and doing your analysis and working with your doctor, hopefully, if you have one that is able to work with you on these advanced tests. The other company is uh, Southern Trust Financial, and they're a company that does investment counseling for people, but they're not just interested in money, they're interested in wellness. So I've been working with them for 15 or 20 years to help their clients to be healthier so that they enjoy the money that they've made over their lifetime, and they can then use it for their family benefits and their friends if they want to, and in their community. And a lot of these people live longer and are healthier and able to share the wealth of the things that they've benefited from. And uh, I like to work with companies like that, that, that think about the community and think about wellness, not just about money. And the fourth company is MPB Health. MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company. And they do things a little bit differently than the insurance companies do. They cut costs a lot better. They cut administrative costs. They actually negotiate to get your cost of your hospital and doctor down. And they also do a lot of wellness uh, provisions because they're only going to charge you for the actual cost of all of the health care of the collective people in this medical cost sharing network. And so this is why their costs are about 30 to 50% less than the average health insurance company. So MPB Health, you can look at them online, you can watch some of their videos, you can call their representative and get more information. So thanks to our sponsors for making it all possible. Thanks for my special guest today, John Barson from Total Health Magazine and Total Health TV. And John, I hope to see you again down the road. Likewise. Thank you, Charles. Okay. Thanks again, everybody, and talk to you soon. Bye now.